Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about Daily Daf Differently, please visit jcastnetwork.org slash ddd. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Welcome to the Daily Daf Differently. I'm Rabbi Harry Pell, and today we are studying Masechet Psachim Daf Kuf, that's Tractate Psachim Daf 100, and as is so common in the Talmud, even though the tractate, and specifically this parak, is about Pesach, both its sacrifices and its rituals, the discussion on today's daf is much more germane to a different topic, the topic of Shabbat. And also, as is so common in the Talmud, the machloket, or debate, at the heart of today's daf actually springs from a machloket that began on yesterday's daf. So with that, let's dive in. The question that occupies the rabbis for much of today's daf is what to do in a scenario when you are already in the middle of a meal on a Friday late afternoon, or ostensibly the afternoon before Yom Tov, just not the first days of Pesach, but you are in the middle of this meal when Shabbat actually begins. What do you do? Do you interrupt the meal to recite Kiddush in honor of Shabbat? Or do you complete the meal you've already begun and only then address the fact that Shabbat has begun? Truth be told, as I mentioned, the origin of this question lies in an earlier question more closely related to the Masechet's namesake, namely, from what point forward on the eve of Pesach does it become inappropriate to eat, such that we enter into Pesach with a serious appetite for matzah, as expected by the Mishnah. This is largely a machloket extrapolated from the opinions of Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yossi when it comes to Erev Shabbat and Arve Chag in general, with Rabbi Yehuda seeming to advocate not eating from Mincha onwards, and Rabbi Yossi allowing eating until it gets dark, Ad Shetech Shach, until it gets dark. But questions arise there. Do these rabbis hold the same opinions when it comes to the time to stop eating Erev Pesach? And then comes the question that leads us into our Machloket. This is all well and good if we are discussing the point after which a new meal should not be begun on Erev Shabbat or Erev Chag or even Erev Pesach, the context in which the original question arose. But maybe that's just for not beginning new meals. What if you are already in the midst of a meal on a Friday afternoon? What do you do then? The section of the daf that I would like to focus on is towards the middle of 100a, Kuf Amud Aleph at which point a breita is brought in as proof using the formulation Ditanya. Ditanya, mafsikin le Shabbatot, divrei Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yossi Omer, ein mafsikin. It was taught in a breita, we stop or interrupt when Shabbat begins, if we're in the middle of a meal, divrei Rabbi Yehuda, these are the words of Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yossi Omer, ein mafsikin. According to Rabbi Yossi, we do not interrupt. So when it comes to Shabbat, meaning meals begun on Friday afternoon that extend into the time when Shabbat begins. According to Rabbi Yehuda, we interrupt the meal. And according to Rabbi Yossi, we do not interrupt. This is a classic head-to-head machloket, or so it seems. The Gemara goes on to illustrate the meat of this machloket with a ma'aseh, an event that actually happened in the lives of the rabbis, allegedly on a Friday afternoon in the city of Akko. Umma'aseh b'Rabban Shimon ben Gamliel v'Rabbi Yehuda v'Rabbi Yossi shahayu mesubin ba'ako Kadash Alehem Hayom. A story is told of Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel, Rabbi Yehuda, and Rabbi Yossi, 
who were reclining, meaning they were eating a formal meal in Akko, in the coastal city of Akko, Vikadash Alehem Hayom. The day became sanctified before them, meaning Shabbat began while they were in the middle of this meal. Amarle Rabban Shimon ben Gamliel le Rabiosi. Shimon ben Gamliel says to Rabiosi, Birabi, a term of respect and endearment, my teacher, Ritzoncha Nafsik, Venechosh, Ledivrei Rabbi Yehuda Chavreinu, should we interrupt the meal and in doing so show attention to the words of Rabbi Yehuda, our friend and colleague? Amar lo, Bechol yom v'yom atam mechabev devarai lifnei Rabbi Yehuda, ve'achshav atam mechabev divrei Rabbi Yehuda befanai. So Rabbi Yossi is saying now to Shimon ben Gamliel, his student, every day you cherish, you hold dear my words, my teachings, in front of, and meaning in contradistinction to, those of Rabbi Yehuda. And today you're going to cherish his words in my face. And then he uses what I have to say as a bit of a, a chauvinistic biblical reference from uh, Megillat Esther. Hagam imi It's bad enough you're going to have your way with my wife, but you're going to do it in my face, in my house. Amar Lei, so this is now Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel responding to Rabbi Yossi, his teacher. Imkain lo nafsik, if that's what you want, we will not interrupt. Shema yiruha talmidim, lest the students see it. Ve'ikbe'u halacha dorot, and they will establish the halacha according to Rabbi Yehuda for generations. That's not what we want. We want the halacha to be established according to you, my teacher, Rabbi Yossi. Amru, they said, lo zazumisham ad shekavu halacha k'Rabbi Yossi. They did not move from that place until the halacha was established, according to Rabbi Yossi, that we don't interrupt. So, we can see from this story that the machloket is settled, or at least seems to be. Rabbi Yossi insists that he is right, and that his opinion, namely not to interrupt a meal begun on Friday afternoon, even when Shabbat arrives, must be upheld. Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel, himself still young but destined to be a great sage, exceeds, and allegedly in the presence of Rabbi Yehuda, whose opinion is trumped and who apparently accepts this. But there's more. Shifting from the time of the Tanaim in Eretz Yisrael to the time of the Amoraim in Babel in Babylonia, we have a statement from Rav Yehuda in the name of Shmuel. So this is a second-generation Babylonian Amora quoting a first-generation Babylonian Amora. And we should note, the Gemara assumes that we will automatically differentiate between Rav Yehuda, the fifth-generation Eretz Yisraeli or Palestinian Tana, and Rav Yehuda, this second-generation Babylonian Amora. Amar Rav Yehuda. Amar Shmuel. Rav Yehuda is taught in the name of Shmuel. Ein halacha lo kirab Yehuda velo kirab Yossi, ela poreis mapa umekadesh. The halacha follows neither Rabbi Yehuda, who said that we do interrupt, nor Rabbi Yossi, who said that we don't interrupt. Rather, poreis mapa umekadesh, we should spread out a cloth and sanctify, meaning we should cover all of the food on the table with a cloth and recite Kiddush, sanctifying the day, as if we were not in the middle of a meal. So, what we get is ultimately a compromise. We do indeed interrupt, as Rabbi Yehuda posited, but not a full and complete interruption as we assumed Rabbi Yehuda meant. We also don't simply continue, as Rabbi Yossi seemed to be saying. Instead, we are pores mapa umekadesh. It's like a legal fiction enacted in cloth. We spread a cloth over the table and act as if it isn't there while reciting Kiddush and formally acknowledging the beginning of Shabbat, and then return to the meal that in truth we had been in the middle of all along. Machloket resolved, at least for the time being. Thank you and Yishar Koch. I hope you enjoyed today's Daily Daf differently. I look forward to sharing more of Masechah Psachim with you tomorrow and in the days ahead. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently, and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. 
The music at the opening and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epic Horus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.